Hello and welcome to another episode of Kohler Commentary. I'm your host, Unji, and today I am joined by my sister once again and her Korea crew. I'm doing this new thing this month where I wanted to kind of combine what type of traveler are you as a question based on your Enneagram type. It definitely doesn't mean you're boxed into one type alone as to how you travel, but it's interesting to hear how those styles are individually and how that might come together as a group and at the same time for the Korean community what are some recommendations that you guys might have for Korea for those that are traveling there because it has been a hot destination the past year and I think to come ahead um, so we're gonna have some additions of you know just grown-ups living their lives and then in the future we also have one for grown-ups with littles to also kind of show the differences of maybe what you might do with kids and without and so today I am joined by my sister like I said, her name is Oni or Jessica or Jess and her college besties, Shelly Oni and Jenny Oni and then Jenny Oni's husband, Will, who I have never really met, but I just feel like I know so much about. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious or overwhelmed, BetterHelp, the sponsor of this episode is here for you. BetterHelp offers a broad range of over 20,000 licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Plus, you can get 10% off your first month with my code, betterhelp.com slash Kohler. With BetterHelp, you can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience, and all you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs before getting matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. As a mom constantly working around Jaden's toddler schedule, having my weekly therapy online has been a complete game changer and a huge reason why I have made big steps to better my mental health for myself and for my family. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Don't forget to use my code to get that 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Kohler. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kohler. So welcome to the podcast, guys. It's been about, what, April? It's been about two months since you've gotten back for your trip. How how do you guys feel? Do you have withdrawals? I think Shelly has has withdrawals every day, don't you, Shelly? <laughs> oh, so Shelly on me did have to return back to Littles. So I bet <laughs> there was a longing for the best trip ever. But before we go into it, basically the four of you guys traveled together to Korea. I believe my sister Ani, you've gone to several trips with Jenny Ani and her husband before. I mean, it sounds like the group matched. And so you decided to do it again and then add another one in Shelly Ani. So I wanted to hear first, if, as you go around, how would you rate this trip out of five? <laughs> <laughs> the drinks are sipping. <laughs> We'll go in numerical order. How would you rate this trip? So Ani, how would you rate this trip? Uh, well, obviously I would rate this trip a five because we went on a trip to Korea. I feel like it's going to be a five, mm, right? Okay. Uh, Jenny, Ani, what was your rating? I would rate it a five because of the people I went with, not because oh. it was Korea. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, because it's also Korea. Will, let's let put a mail into the mic. What would you rate this trip? I'm going to go with a different opinion. And I actually rated a 4.5. And not because of the group that I was traveling with, but sort of the situations that we found ourselves in. And a couple of the places that we went to were a little bit questionable. But yes, definitely the group made the trip the most fun, I think, out of all our trips that we've taken in the last year. Mm, oh, the most fun out of all, at least fun wise. Okay. Yes. And then I feel like it's going to get heated later. What were these conflicts that arose? And then Shelly on me, um, how would you rate this trip? 
Mine's a solid five. Uh, if I could give a 10, I would give a 10. Whoa, you would double the amount. So what we're going to do now is really quickly, um, we're not going to dive too deep into the Enneagram itself in this episode, although you guys are welcome to come back and do another angle with this um, in the Enneagram lens. But what I wanted you guys to do was first share what type of traveler you generally are, maybe alone solo trip, but I would assume more so in group settings. So what type of traveler are you? And then at the end of that explanation, go ahead and reveal your Enneagram type. We can go in any order. Maybe this will reveal things as well. Who knows? We're about to psychoanalyze everything starting now. Oh, gosh. Well, I don't want to fail, so I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, I am Jess, and I am a traveler that likes to plan. So before I go, I will usually plan everything out so that I know exactly what I'm going to do, um, have a schedule, usually like on an Excel spreadsheet type of thing. I like to go to places that country or that city or whatever it's like most well known for. Um, and I'll usually, I, I think I'm pretty well balanced. I like to experience a little bit of everything, but my travel will usually revolve around food and drinks and something that's scenic. It's like a nature, outdoorsy, active, scenic thing. And one thing I I really do try when I, especially when I schedule, is um, to have very efficient traveling. So when I'm scheduling mm. things, I want to make sure that all of the places that we're going to are in one place and so that we maximize our time there. So I've often had people complain that they are very tired by the end of my trips <laughs> because we do so much. <laughs> but they, they still travel with me. So I'm, you know, assuming that it's not so bad. So it sounds like we hear who the planner might, might have been of this trip. Okay, so go ahead and reveal your type. Oh, I am a type three. Mm, I definitely heard some buzzwords like efficiency and maximize. I have some questions. We'll, I will come back to each of you with follow-ups, but then let's go ahead and go to whoever feels like they would want to go next. I'll go next. <laughs> so hi, everyone. I am actually the opposite of Jess. Uh, so I like to be spontaneous with my travel. I... We'll plan to a certain extent, like the hot spots that I'm interested in going, the restaurants that I have interest in. But I like to, for the most part, have a nice balance between scenic uh, areas that I like to visit, like spending time outdoors and balance that with places that are a little bit more touristy, but also uh, places I think that are pretty popular among the locals as well, which can be difficult when you're not planning certain things but i like to see like where people are going to and sort of just go with the flow i think when i travel with a group that has this sort of planning style my personality is to sort of go along with that as well i don't have a problem sticking to a schedule but if the onus is on me to sort of have this this trip planned out for everyone my kind of style is to plan for like the next immediate day and think about like some of the top three things we'll do and then be open to what we can find on our way to those destinations as we continue on, it would be interesting to hear how you guys might respond to that kind of planning style because it sounds like that wasn't maybe the delegation of this trip. But it's interesting to think about, like, what would this trip have looked like if it was a little bit, you know, different every day in an adventure? Okay, next. Oh, no. What is your Enneagram? I heard some buzzwords like go with the flow. I have some desires, but wouldn't mind sticking to another schedule. <laughs> My Enneagram is nine, but I think I might be a seven. So we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Um, but just a quick anecdote. So my first trip with Will, he was actually supposed to plan it and we were going to Thailand and we got there and I, we had a hotel the first night and then the next morning it was like, where are we going next? And he goes, I don't know. And I was like, where are we staying? He goes, I don't know. He goes, where do you want to go? Where do you want to stay? I'm like, oh. And <laughs> ever since, I've never let him plan a single thing. <laughs> and I have never 
experience something like that <laughs> in my life. And I'm pretty spontaneous, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. I wouldn't mind like those kinds of trips if it's somewhere that I've been to. And I guess actually that's, I've been to, <laughs> I've actually been to Korea a lot. <laughs> but if I was going to be somewhere for a long period of time, or if I've been there like often, like when I go to LA, we don't know what we're doing the next day. But if I'm going to a new place, I would want to. So far, what I heard about this trip, while it could have actually been very different planning styles, the great thing so far was the things that Will would have wanted to see, scenic things and even like the people, touristy stuff was aligned with what you said on the would have to go into your traveling itinerary. So luckily, that allows the you know, alignment to be there. So, whoa, wonderful group dynamic. Okay, Jenny, continue. Okay, so my style is, yes, I like to create an Excel spreadsheet. I like to have my days planned out. Um, But I like to do that because once we're there, if somebody goes like, what are we doing? I just want like a general sense of what we're doing. So we have some ideas and like Jess said, like be more efficient with our time and whatnot. But usually my Excel plans never um, go to plan. So which is fine. I actually do enjoy kind of the randomness um, that trips can bring. So I'm very flexible, I would say. And I guess between Jess and Will, I'm like right in the middle, which for a group dynamic, I think works. And I like to plan, but if somebody else plans, I love that they take the lead. Like I'd rather just follow too. But if nobody's going to plan like Will, then I will plan. (laughs) And actually for this trip, Jenny planned all of it. Oh, I kind of, yeah, she planned it all like everything was there. And I was more of like, Oh, this is the efficiency today, creator, then mm. then let's do this. So mm. yeah, Jenny, Annie, what Enneagram number are you? I'm a seven. We thought oh. I was a two. So I retook it. And I'm still a seven. <laughs> you got um, 100%. <laughs> I oh, rarely really? see I'm 100 percent seven. That's oh. what your results said that I oh, saw. Wow. And then it was a three next and then a two. Oh, interesting. But that, I mean, even in typing sessions that I do end up doing, the hundred percent sometimes doesn't actually mean what they decide to go through. But you know, like it, it would be rare that you wouldn't be a seven. But continue. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then Shelly on me. So uh, if you haven't, um, you know, realized after <laughs> Jess and Jenny and Will spoke, uh, I am not a planner. I do zero planning <laughs> in general in my life. I just really go with the flow. <laughs> I, even more so than I think Will, I'm at the polar end where I can go somewhere, book a flight, not have any plans and be completely okay with it because I just like to act like a local and, you know, mindlessly walk around, find new things that I haven't, wasn't expecting. I don't have to see the, you know, most visited attractions or anything like that. It's just really me and wandering around. That's, that's my travel style. So a group travel style as well. And this is mm. why I fit so well with... <laughs> Jess and Jenny because they do all the planning and I get to see all these amazing things <laughs> that they plan for me to, you know, um, yeah, see. So that's that's my travel style. And, and you are in Enneagram? Nine. Wow, a three, a seven, and two nines. And it was rated a five overall for the vibes. I looked up, like, there's not much on traveling. So this is also like a personal research project for me is to see how people might travel as like a general theme. But Alicia Larkey, she wrote like three years ago a Instagram post. So I thought I would snapshot that and see if you guys would agree on behalf of the other. So it says a type three would be found 
a type three in vacation would have found the top rated condo and restaurants in the area and already made reservations for the group. They can usually be found on their laptop working at some point, even though they really want to turn off their phone and to be present. I thought that was very interesting. I agree. I agree with that only because like Jess will go back and like update the doc. Whereas Mm. once I'm on the vacation, I won't update it. But like, I would go back to reference, oh, okay, what what are we going to do the next day? But I wouldn't mm. go back and like um, try to like, you know, like reschedule things. It's just like, okay, if we missed it, we missed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was kind of, it bothers me. Yeah. If we did something that I need to go back and change it. And that's what we did. Because <laughs> it's the check mark for the three. Um, or, or it's like if we Also for something. my memory. Okay. Um, a seven can excited excitedly talks up big plans for the next vacation while on the way to this current vacation. Yes, let's do it is the phrase you will hear most on the trip with them. (laughs) I see some laughter. Does that sound like her? Jenny on me? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because I think we're... What are you guys going next? (laughs) Well, I think we're going back to Korea. We were like talking about coming back to Korea. You were, she was literally talking about that while we were there in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so that one checks out. And then a type nine. Styling hopes there will be some sort of nature trails, although hesitant to share their opinion, unless in a comfortable group. They are curious about the world and the people in these new places, but will go along happily with whoever arranged the trip. Nines do love to have a little downtime as well. That's, that's like exactly that's that yeah. wow okay alicia larky um 10 out of 10 for you okay so one more on the like group traveling styles. so what i heard here is there's a three and a seven more of the assertive styles in general with life and so definitely seems like more hands-on in this planning trip and then two um two nines with which are more like withdrawn in in certain settings not all settings but in certain like happy to kind of let go and so what do you think how that dynamic part affect like like real talk did you guys always enjoy each other <laughs> um it was mostly me and just talking to one another about what planning and then uh, just saying okay guys come <laughs> come follow it's <laughs> for the next trip if we're able to dig a little deeper would there be any way you guys would want to be included more in the planning process or are you okay because the alignment is there in the interests you mean us us the nines be included in the planning process i, I feel like we've be? been included by creating this google spreadsheet that we could just uh, look and see how it's being updated every day by jenny and jess <laughs> every day <laughs> <laughs> well what about you i think that was an interesting answer like for for me because i've been on a trip with Jess before and I've been on trips with Jenny's and like other personality types I kind of knew what to expect so knowing their ability to plan and their passion for planning I kind of pulled back not to say that like I didn't have my inputs as well I definitely gave my opinions here and there like on places that I wanted to visit or things that I wanted to eat but I do appreciate the fact that they put in so much time and effort into this and like so much enthusiasm goes into it when they like manage to schedule the efficiency of like stops down to like the minute. <laughs> to the minute. Did we um did we take some of your inputs and actually do it, Will? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> like if you when could, I wanted if you could do something differently on the trip, what would it have been then? safe space (laughs) on on this trip Uh uh-huh uh if i could have done something different probably less shopping (laughs) (laughs) um well you had the second most shopping bags (laughs) oh who had the first his His wife (laughs) jenny's just a bad influence on my life that's why Will's slowly becoming a seven-like yeah. characteristic. So my 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 main Enneagram is a nine, but then slowly because of Jenny, because you I'm go with the like, flow yeah. to your dominant other. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great uh, analysis right there. Oh, Matt is not becoming a two though. I don't think so. 
You have yeah. to just be really assertive. <laughs> I know. It's it's because I'm not assertive. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go into the recommendations. And I think this would be interesting to hear. Because we have a big group, we're going to go around and say one recommendation each in case it overlaps. And then if you're dying to give your second, you can give the second for the categories I did give. Hopefully, this will help for some people that are planning to travel to Korea soon. I haven't been there in 10 years myself. Can't believe it. And so we're going to talk about the top one to two places that each of you recommend. And we're going to start with restaurants. So before we begin, it sounds like mainly it was food, drinks, and scenic places were like a big priority. And then maybe some shopping and other things in between to get the overall theme of this trip. And so for restaurants, what would you guys recommend as your favorite restaurant that you went to during these Two weeks in Korea. And you guys were staying in the Chamsil area, the green, the green yuck station. <laughs> yeah, the green yuck. Um, I think it's also important to point out that this is none of our first trips to Korea. We've all right. like been to Korea multiple times before, like for extended amounts of time. Like Jenny and Will went to Korea less than a year ago than this trip, mm. like from this trip. So a first timer's trip might look different from like our trip that we went to. That's a good mm -hmm. disclaimer. Okay, I'll go. My favorite restaurant, there's two. One is a Namdaemun Takumtang restaurant. And then mm. the second one was actually- we're all doing um, one each. Sorry, great. <laughs> great. I know. I know. <laughs> no, you only get one. But well, let's see. One... Let's see. Let's see if someone else. This let's give someone why, else uh, a Shel chance to. Shelly's wing one, I think, comes out in these. <laughs> More rule follower. The rules. <laughs> well, let's let's give someone a, a chance to say your second one, and then if it's not shared, you can say it. <laughs> I'll go next. Okay. <laughs> it's probably... she, she's gonna say it. <laughs> no, I won't say it. I won't say it. You don't know I'll what it is. You'll see it. My favorite was, I had two too, but this was the Jeju Kwanghae. The one where there was the whole set of abalone and salt fish. And like we feasted like the first meal when we landed at Jeju-do. That was the bomb. Because I usually don't like abalone, but the abalone was just like melting your mouth. Like, mm. so good. Yeah. That's the bonjuk stuff, right? Where it's like, that's the... <laughs> Move on from what I just said. Um, are you guys, Tumble. by the way, chumble? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, sometimes in chum, they do put chumble in chum. Oh no, I'm gonna. <laughs> okay, um, Will, you go ahead and go next on what was your favorite restaurant. So this used to be my number one, but now after this trip, I think it's my number two. But because I know somebody else is gonna say it, the number one. Um, my favorite is actually Kundeji, the Golden Pick uh, uh, Korean barbecue place. And that's like been my go-to for the last couple of trips. Um, oh. It's super touristy, but somehow I still like enjoy the flavor of the barbecue restaurant every time I go. Kundeji also only serves pork. Um, so mm, that's a good mm -hmm. note. And they only have kimchi jjigae and that's it. Like there's no other, oh, you can't get any other kinds of side dishes or anything like that. So it's very like what you see is what you get kind of mm -hmm, place, mm -hmm. which is nice like, to There's like five to. things on the menu, yeah. Did you guys end up going there? You guys went again this time as well. It was mm -hmm. just Jenny and myself, yeah. But mm. it's definitely not like a mom and pop type shop. Definitely becoming, I think, a chain now. They have like oh, okay. two locations. No, no, no. Um, the other one is a fake. It's not. Oh, the other it's one's not a fake? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. But you have to, if you go at like 6 p.m. or 6.30 p.m., like, you're cutting it close because their wait list grows to like two, three hours and they'll cut off the wait list at that point. So mm -hmm. you have to go really early. Okay. It's in then, Yaksu. Um, Yaksu? Yaksu. Or it's, it's kind of like south of Dongdaemun area. Okay. And what was your favorite restaurant? Um, I had... Five? I mean, there's a lot. But I think it's hard because in Korea, just everywhere is good. Because it's different than here where you just have not as many choices, right? Mm -hmm. And you, But in Korea, there's so many choices for like specific kinds of foods that there's mm -hmm. just so many. I think 
So I liked the Gopchang place that was near um, like where Oma and Appa live. So in Chamshu. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's like a well-known restaurant or anything. And we could have just been really hungry because we had been like shopping all day and we came. And maybe it's also because it's in like this Kolmok, like Kori area um, that's walking distance from where my parents live. Um, so it's just like so easily accessible. It's like right there. Um, and it was really good. Kopchang in Korea is different than Kopchang in America. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it was just the punigi. I don't know. But we, it was so good. We went. Vibe. Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, but yeah, my it was Korean so, listeners. so good that um, we actually went twice when we were there. So Wow. I like that you guys all shared something from different places. Did you no, want to uh, expand? I know. I was going to ask you. <laughs> I know. I was choosing between that and then the other place, the place that we went with, with Joyce. That was the oh, the samgyeopsal mm-hmm. jeep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That it's was called No. I think it's called like Kyode Ichinjip. Yeah. Kyode Ichinjip. Yeah. That place is good. Um, but my uh, my other favorite was um Inta Dong which your dad took mm. us to. It was bomb. Oh yeah, that was good too. I think we would want to try that. Yeah, Thank for you. all of these places, though, you have to go early or else they'll, like, run out of food or you can't get a seat. So these are still, these are all popular places, even, I guess, everywhere, but these are notable for people to, no, that's a good, the, yeah. not the Kopchang place. Yeah, the Kopchang is in a Kolmok curry, is what you said, which is a whole uh, alley. It's not, it's not in a Kolmok, it's just in a curry. Okay, isn't that like a Yutnori number? Kol, not Kori. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've married a white man. Um, all right. Nightlife. So great. Number two. Also something you guys, I think, shared enjoying together. What would be a top recommendation in the nightlife scene for you guys? What What does nightlife mean for y'all as a group? And, and then what your recommendation might be for that? I think it definitely changed in our 30s. In our 20s, we were going out all the time we still do that no I know but like I guess in our 20s it was like very loud places and in our 30s we like quieter places that the loud we places can have a Jenny's conversation. referring to are the clubs <laughs> <laughs> that is where Which Jenny we did and go to. loved going to <laughs> what do you mean loved still we, love yes. still yeah. love <laughs> We just can't get into it anymore. <laughs> but they won't. Well, let yeah, us I in. just watched a drama yeah. where they were asked for their IDs, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, like we're so young!" And then they showed it, and then the guy was like, "Oh, we don't let anyone pass Kusam ninety three into the club." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, like what is that?" That's and then that was a funny scene, but it sounds like uh, it's true. It's true. Wow. It is. We got into. Now, but, um, yeah, our nightlife now is just like cocktail lounges, getting drinks, or going to like another restaurant. A pojang matcha. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, my favorite nightlife in Korea is, and Will and I didn't get to go, but this is like one of our favorite spots is Cobbler. It's like a Hanok Ooh. style whiskey bar, and it's super, just like a really good vibe, really good co- uh, whiskey. Um, you could ask them to make you any kind of cocktail and they'll make it. They ask about like, what's your tasting profile and things like that. So they can make some custom stuff for you. Um, really, really like it. So, so this is referring to like favorite. a past past trip, but that would be your all-time favorite there. Oh, that's Shelly. Shelly yeah. went this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was number one on my list for nightlife recommendation. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Someone else can talk and then we'll see if they, they go over it. I have three. No, go so, first. I, see, I can't choose which one to say. Uh, so it'd be nice if someone else said the other one yeah, on hers. I'm not going to say it, I don't think. Who wants to go next? Oh, how about in the future, you guys just popcorn each other? <laughs> okay, popcorn Shelly. Okay. Fine. Um, I will choose Vila Records then. Vila Records. Uh, I really like the drink that I got and the vibe and the menu. Oh, the menu was on this like leather scroll, 
and there were like Ooh. all these drinks that we I've never heard of before. I feel I think they're like custom to that place, but I got a drink called Natural High, and it came out in like the cutest setting. Like it was a wooden I don't even know what to call it, like a wooden log, and then they had shaved was it not acorn? What is it called? A porcupine. A porcupine, but it was it was made out of the not it's not an acorn, was it? What walnut? <laughs> The spiky thing. You guys saw it. A pine cone. I feel like we're playing a game. I don't remember your drink. Pine cone. Uh, they had shaved a uh, porcupine out of a pine cone. And oh gosh. You were really selling the vibe until the very end. <laughs> <laughs> I really was about to go there. No, but it's mm. um, it was recommended by someone who lives in Korea. So mm. I think that would be a little. I know tips are for later too. But places that we found that were Insta famous or blogs or TikToks, they were different than the ones that like the people who live there would recommend and that mm. we went to. So both good, but that one was recommended by like a friend who lives in Korea. Popcorn. Oh, Jess. I think one of my favorite like vibe places that we went to was Buchido Brewing. Mm, brewing, of course. I know. Although I will say I didn't like any of their beers. So mm. I didn't like love their beers. The the beer was <laughs> the beers were good, but they're not like like I wouldn't buy them to take home with me. So um, vibe over but, taste. But I like like the vibe. Yeah. So that was in like a kulmok. It has like cool lighting, graffiti images, like a fun place to like hang out with your friends. Like very casual but like fun atmosphere. So I liked it. Yeah, plus one to that. That was going to be my choice as well. Oh, um, really? Yeah, Villa Records was nice, but I feel like it's more of a date spot and definitely go like if you have a small group. But for like a bigger group of friends, like if you want just a casual place to hang out that's like uh, a little bit more low key or a little bit more like social, then definitely Ojiro Brewing is like the place to be at. And it doesn't get like. Maybe it's just the day that we went, but I don't think it gets too busy. Mm. Um, we were able to get a seat pretty quickly when we got there. We didn't have to wait too long, which was nice. Versus like Villa Records, I think you do have to make a reservation if you're interested in going. But didn't they close early? Because I remember they like closed and we had to leave. At, Maybe you guys or... were out too. <laughs> <laughs> but that area, that area too, the Ujiro area, I think is, there's a lot of like things popping up there, like very mm. uh, hip, hip places to hang out, eat, drink. Okay. Anyone dying to say a second one? Shelly, you I have, have three. a second one. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ooh. Shelly has three. Go, Shelly. I, I had a, a third one. Yeah. No one said it. Shinsajon. I really like Shinsajon. With I did too. Makkali. I did too. Mm, makkali, I just okay. like the, I like the makkali and the food there was all very good. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the line. And I don't oh. like there's yeah there's so it's many not worth the wait there. for me. I don't love that. It just it makes you I feel am. like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though I, I am. Need- but I will say, overall, the food and the drink were like it was very good there. I think I would want to go back during the day. Mm. Maybe yeah, at night it gets crowded. more popular. So, uh, but also like makoli, I don't know why I like drinking makoli during the day. The honey makoli, uh, where they like the. <laughs> Honeyed makgeolli there. Honey, they cut a piece of honeycomb and put it in your makgeolli, in your cup of makgeolli. They need to do something to kind of like um, filter that gunk. Oh, the wax. That was one of the problems, but it was still good. Maybe a daytime option is what I'm hearing. Okay, and then what was your second one, Will? So not on this trip because it ended up pretty badly, but I would definitely <laughs> recommend this place on the weekends. I think it's called AOMG in Apkuchong. And it's definitely like for mid-30s or early to mid-30s crowd, I would say. You definitely won't see a lot of younger kids there, but it's definitely like a nice hip place to be at on the weekends. It's got good food. If you do end up going pretty late, then it might be hard to get a seat but it moves pretty quickly. Yeah, I like that whole area, and there's like a lot to do besides just that restaurant. It's not um, AOMG, but it's um, <laughs> OMG Ketpan, 
open wait what is aomg like i've heard of that um, is that like a no, okay i was like i've heard of that somewhere label, I was like, label. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what happened to I will too catch that i was like oh yeah aomg <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that place. So it's O M G Kepan. Like Kepan, you know, like Kepan. Yeah, like, I have uh, forgot a lot of Korean. Mm-hmm. Did you guys go to amusement parks or museums? No, I changed okay. it to mall. To mall, <laughs> 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 which is which is the one feedback from <laughs> it's, uh, adult amusement parks. So then we're going to skip through that and say it was mall. And then did you guys want to say any cafes or? I don't know about you guys. I don't know a specific cafe that I liked, but the areas like Iksandong mm. cafe area, like that's, there's a lot of like cute cafes there. The Songsudong area has a lot of like hip cafes there too. So more of like cafe yeah. neighborhoods. It's really like packed though because they're so insta famous mm. now. So it's really hard to get in. I would say like my favorite cafe in Jeju though mm. was Bonmae. Um because of the view. The view yeah. there That's is amazing. So I would definitely recommend. There, so like... Yeah. Corgis? Yeah, they have corgis there. But you can't pet them. They're just there. But yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. We actually stumbled across that cafe after our first cafe failed. Because they were not so good. <laughs> well, we were going to go to the GD Cafe, right? G-Dragon GD? Yeah, GD's yeah, Cafe. Yeah. And it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and Empty. It was like, okay. But then we saw this other one. I was like, ooh, this place is cute. Yeah, we would have still gone. But like, there's no view. Like, once you're inside, there's like nothing there. And they have, uh, they have cute gear and merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I got our we all want to. We got our tote, have a tote from, there. from there. I actually really like that tote. Oh, you got to get that tote. I'm surprised nobody said, like, oh, I forgot the Korean word for it. But, like, nobody said the CU coffee or. Oh, oh the Ponyjong. I like it. I actually like the hazelnut ice coffee. It's like the one where you at the Ponyjong, you just buy ice, like in a plastic cup, and then buy a bag <gasps> of coffee and you pour it in and eat it. I, I think I ate, drank it like three times. During our trip. I know Jess said she didn't really like it. But I liked it. It's very light coffee. But I mean, it's still nice. Like on a hot day. You just need to drink something. Mm. So then the last part would be weekend trips. And by weekend trips, I just mean like mm-hmm. non-Seoul trips. But I'm not sure if you guys only did Jeju-do or not. But I'd love to hear maybe what was your favorite place in general. And what you would recommend about that. We only did Jeju this trip, but I've been to Gyeongju, which is really nice if you're into like hikes okay. and it has a lot of historical mm. like monuments. Um, so it's really, you know, like mm. if you're into history. Um, but my sister went to Jeonju and my dad keeps telling me to go there because they're supposed to have the best food in Korea. Um, like they're, that, that province is like oh, known okay. for good food. Um, so what noodle aren't they famous for some sort of like noodles is it they're known for bibimbap mm-hmm. oh, we didn't go on, yeah we didn't go on a weekend trip but last time I was in Korea I went to Sokcho so- with Jessica on a was it a day or two I don't know how long we stayed but it, I think was, it was just a day trip actually day. yeah in the winter so it was really cold and I threw up on the way back on the bus <laughs> We, we both ate the same thing, <laughs> but because it was cold, I was like scrunched up and then, and then we got on the bus. Oh, I do that a lot. I also like tense and shiver and then oh. I get chest or Shelly indigested. Shelly is never prepared for the weather, I feel like. Um, she's always cold and shivering. Mm. It's really sad to see. My mindset is like, just go and buy it. If I need it, just go and buy it. Pack light and go and buy it. <laughs> Yeah, Shelly, you just didn't find one that you like to buy. Yeah, we no, didn't have time to shop before we went, like, you know, to travel because our plan was like. <laughs> no, there was this one time though. Shelly literally walked into one of those like like stores, like Spao or something, and she bought like three sweaters. Um, so next trip, it was so cold. I'll, so. We'll schedule in the first hour or two of mm. arriving to go buy things that you need. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at this feedback debrief meeting right now. <laughs> but I like that. Pack light oh. and go by. And comfortable shoes. This time, I did not have com- comfortable shoes. So that was one of the things that I... I kept taking my shoes off when I sat down and just made a comment about it. And the reason why I had uncomfortable shoes is because Jenny said if I wear my Crocs, my, she's going to she's gonna leave me or she's going to throw me out. <laughs> Jelly, some of these places are nice places. You can't just show up and cross. Oh, that's so funny. That's how my sister also talks to me sometimes. Um, okay, so would Jeju-do be the top, yeah. a top place you would recommend in general? Or I mean, if you can go to Jeju. These are just like side yeah. suggestions. Definitely a different experience. Jeju or Busan? Busan. So I, can't, I mean, I, I like compare. Busan. Of course, like Busan is nice. Busan, Yeosu. But it's all just beach towns. Okay. Jeju, Sokcho, uh, what did you all say? Jeonju or... Jeonju. Gwangju. Gyeongju, <laughs> Jeju, Sokcho or Jeonju. Jeonju, <laughs> Oh, if we, if we have to pick one? Hands down, Jeju. Just one, yeah. I, I only been to two of those four places. And so I would pick Jeju. <laughs> I want to retire in Jeju. Like, that's how much I love I it. I actually really liked yeah. Donghae. Oh. The... oh. I mean, of course, Jeju. Oh, I thought Jeju that's not was Jeju? one of the choices. Jeju is like a three or four day trip. You know, it's a little, it's like a, a long, a long weekend. Whereas, like, the other places in Korea that you can, you can really do just one or two days in most of the, these other places. But Jeju, though, like, if you want to see as much of it much of it as you can like i would spend three or four like four days there but any of the other cities you can do one or two days um i actually really liked going to pohang pohang is coastal city on the east side like middle of korea when i was living in cambodia all the missionaries that i worked with they are from pohang so i went to go visit them there Oh, right. That's where uh, Australia. Um, Okay. So any last tips or content about Korea itself that you feel is very important to recommend? Yeah, so many. Yeah, you didn't even cover skincare. Oh, Oh. Uh, (laughs) because I don't. I'll put sunscreen on my face for the first time. I use your sunscreen today. um, I mean, skincare is like the number one thing I try to do when I go to Korea. It helps to like be there for like a longer time. You can do more stuff while you're there. But it's so cheap. It's so much cheaper. Like if I were to do the same care or the whatever Mm. package that I got that I did in Korea versus here in America, I had to pay like $250 for it. And then Korea is 50 bucks. Like Botox in Korea is like $15. It's like super cheap. Um, yeah, so you just have to, you have to time it. Well. I'm too scared to get Botox, but. You do have to pre-plan that because of, you know, timing. Mm. Um, but mm-hmm. it's definitely worth it for cost. I think hair too. I'm like definitely going back to get hair perm or booty perm where it gives you volume on your roots. So you don't really have to do anything to your hair. And it's like poofy. <laughs> will any skincare tips wait what about tips i think tips is very important yeah i have some tips one of them would be bring an extra suitcase because there's just so much to buy and you just don't know so i would just bring an extra suitcase the other thing is i would get a sim card because a lot of these restaurants, if you have to wait in a queue, they ask you for a local phone number so that they can text you. Um, and so it's just really helpful if you're going to go eat at, you know, some of these more popular places. And then another thing to mm-hmm. keep in mind is if you're going to Jeju, though, you need a car. You really do need to rent a car. And it's cheaper to rent a domestic rental car, but you need a domestic citizenship number. So if you know somebody who lives there, um, they can probably book one for you, but just a piece of advice if you're going to Jejudo. But if you don't have a phone number, you can always ask the hotel concierge to help you book it in advance. Jenny took most of my tips. I was going to go for the SIM card thing. 
Oh, another thing is, like, things actually open later than you think in Korea. Like, things are not open at, like, 9 a.m. I feel like a lot of... Oh. I feel like the shopping and stuff all opens around 11 a.m. Or even restaurants. And they always have, like, a little break in between, like, that lunch and dinner. A break time. Oh, I have a tip. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my tip is, if you're planning to stay out, like, past midnight or even past 11.30... It's not as easy as you think to get a taxi and just like off the side of the road. So definitely do plan ahead. If you like meet a taxi driver that's nice and friendly, usually they'll make some arrangements with you beforehand. They'll offer you their phone number and you can make arrangements with them to like pick you up. Otherwise, I would definitely say like ask the hotel to reserve a taxi for you at like some location past midnight because otherwise it's going to be difficult for you to get home. And then the I think the trains stop at like midnight too. Or get a cacao taxi, the app, because a lot of the taxis, when we were trying to grab them, they were already reserved for those who called the taxis via cacao taxi. So it was really hard to find taxis also when we were out there. The one tip that I had was a SIM card. I did for Jess uh, Instagram Reel that showed the SIM card is cheaper, not at the airport, but like if you go into the city, they have SIM card rentals that are much cheaper. Mm, okay. well, I didn't give my okay. tip. That's a good tip too. If you can, to get to know locals or know people that live there to get the best recommendations of things. Because places that we found were good, like I mentioned before. Oh, right. um, it's just, there's so many things that um, I feel like it's a good way to filter out like two like, famous of places. Um, the tourist traps yeah oh i feel like oh this is also jenny they loved going to the pharmacy like korean pharmacies yeah we went to like the yakuk or the korean pharmacy they stopped by like every day apparently they said like it it has really like their medicine is like a lot better um i don't know if this is true but i heard that the dosage in korean medicine is higher than in america so if you get a cold for example and you get cold medicine here it doesn't work as fast or as well because it's a little bit weaker and that's because our like fda is a little bit more strict i guess or i don't know just has different standards so i i stock up on cold medicine i stock up on mosquito repellent um Oh, okay. I see. Good to know. Um, all right, let's go to the memories. What was your favorite memory? And then your most, you know, ugh, I could do without this memory in my head or if, you know, you went back and changed um, it up. I, oh, I was going to say, well, I know there was a little bit of a conflict during the trip, but I actually don't think that that was my most frustrating memory because it led to really good conversation and it made the rest of the trip more fun, I feel. So I actually think that my favorite memory on this particular trip was when Shelly, Jess, and I just stayed up until like, I don't even know how late. We stayed up until like 3 or 4 a.m. talking. And it was just really fun. Like, um, I don't know. It was just really fun for me. My favorite memory. I literally have it written here. It says, Talking till 3 a.m. at Jeju Airbnb after a day of misunderstanding. <laughs> what, it's like a diary. Now that I need to talk about. <laughs> so that was shared by both of you guys. It sounds like the misunderstanding will be revealed soon, um, but not yet because it didn't meet the criteria yet. Um, what What was uh, y'all's favorite memory? this one. Because, like, every day was a lot of fun. Aww. I think, like, my most favorite memory, it wasn't just one instance, but it was the fact that we got to road trip together in Jeju-do. I kind of just like that experience, being able to go together as a group. Because it reminds me of my past, like, when I would do that with my family and my cousins. Like, we would go on road trips together. So, for, like, me personally, that stood out. I wasn't there for the 3 a.m. talk, so that didn't. <laughs> I couldn't vote for that one. Yeah, Will is always invited. invited. <laughs> we thought he was going to come up at some point after he showered, but he never came back. <laughs> okay, Ani, what's yours? Um, I have a lot. I mean, all the like little things, like being able to do 
very like day-to-day activities. One of the things that I laughed the most about was we had this friend in Jeju that we were like kind of forcing to like hang out with us. But you know, like when I was photoshopping him into all of the pictures, <laughs> but like, like having like little inside jokes like that on the trip as we were doing it, um, like driving and, you know, finding things to do and talk about and, you know, things to laugh about. And we also randomly ran into him at Coex Mall, mm. like randomly, not even in Chejudo, in Seoul. Cross paths and we're like, hey. Like a Korean drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know, like, mo- like, kind of like having those moments because we Aww. all like actually not we all I live separately from them, and so you know, being able to hang out and do kind of you know those things together all the time is is rare. So to be able to enjoy those moments, I think I really liked. Yeah, this fills your cup until the next time, which is already in the fall. Wow. What about your frustrating memory? What could you maybe do without? So the night that Will was talking about how he went to, we went to the OMG Kepan and he mentioned, oh, but it wasn't such a good memory this night, <laughs> this time around. <laughs> um, <clears throat> mine was related to that. So when I got home, I was, I got very drunk that night. Um, uh, and- uh, 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 uh. Oh, actually, almost going to listen to this, huh? <laughs> yeah, you already started. <laughs> I could have done without getting drunk and having almost me getting drunk. Mm. I could have done without that. If I could yeah. got, get rid of any moment, that would be the one and only thing mm. I would have done. So um, the I place... We were all scared. The place... Stand- <laughs> oh, oh, you guys all came... You, y'all were all standing, staying there that night. Well, well... Will and I were actually at a hotel, but we were getting like live updates from Shelly because Shelly was staying up working. And I was she, sober. <laughs> yeah, she was sober and she was nervous. She was like, what do I do? Yeah, it's, it's also just been a while since, you know, I've drank and had to come home and face my parents. <laughs> it was not a good scene. It was not a pretty scene. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to have been there. Like, well, I, we don't have to go into detail. Should, should we? Podcast. Should we share this okay. memory <laughs> <laughs> offline, <laughs> online? Okay. Um, most frustrating memory was, well, I mean, yes, like on the trip, there was a little bit of like I think our enneagram personalities <laughs> kind of came out. Oh, I love it. We, yes. Which we didn't know, I think. Mm. Like, we kind of knew vaguely, right? Like, we knew that Shelly's a very free-spirited person, but not to what extent. And we knew that, like, Jess is a planner, but we didn't know how maybe not going according to plan might impact, you know, her. Or, like, the way that we should adjust. It's a really abstract way of saying it. But, for example, Jess is fine with us not going according to the plan right Mm -hmm. but I think the way that we were reacting or acting was Mm. frustrating to her which we didn't know and we kept doing it for example I just kept forgetting she would she would literally say what the plan is like 10 times and I'd be like what are we doing and she'd be like I just said I just said what we're doing and I would like literally be like wait so what was the plan because in my mind if somebody else is planning I just it just goes in one year and out the other for me because I'm just following at that point. But I could see how that would make somebody feel, especially as a planner, because I've been in that situation too. And I could see how that would make it almost lonely in, in a sense where like, oh, I'm the only one that's excited about doing these things. Or, right. you know. uh, it wasn't actually that. Uh, oh, we'll, was... let, we'll let her talk <laughs> first and, <laughs> and then you can... Share your yeah, it was actually the pagimchi, guys. It was the pagimchi. <laughs> <laughs> and Shelly kept thinking it was something completely else that, like, we didn't get pagimchi and just really wanted pagimchi. Um, and so that's why the talk until the 3 or 4 a.m. really just helped us understand one another a little bit better. But apparently, I didn't get the <laughs> message because that is not what she was mad about. So I would love to hear it again. <laughs> so I think what I was getting frustrated about was. We would go over the plan and I took people not remembering it to be a sign of, oh, like 
I don't remember it because it wasn't really something I wanted to do. Whereas Shelly just, just doesn't remember things because she has bad memory, you know? As, as do many nines. Many nines have bad memory. It's actually a thing. <laughs> so in my That's head, I was like, no. yeah, but I was like, well, I said this like five times. How do you, if you don't remember, it's not, it's, it's more of a reflection of like your investment in that thing. Right. So I took it to that. And then, mm. and then it was stressing me out because I was like, well, then what do you guys want to do? And then, you know, so it went from there. Um, mm. I think I was right. Yeah, did I not say that? I, I think like probably the only that. thing was when you when you said the emotion word or the word lonely, maybe that doesn't resonate uh, with with her. Uh-huh. But the, the the like scope of what you're like the scenario the sounds build right. Up, the build Especially up. the Enneagram personality is actually playing into place. And yeah. Threes need affirmation, right? Of some sort. So like mm. if that's the plan, some sort of affirmation in that direction will help keep it going. Mm. Otherwise it's like, well then for what? I don't know. Um, is what I'm reading yeah. from this. But also, it wasn't even my plan. It was, it was what Jenny had planned. <laughs> but that set the tone for an amazing trip. Five out of five. Before, before, besides the 4.5, is that your most frustrating memory, Will? No. So my most frustrating memory is like, there were nights when clearly everyone was tired and everyone wanted to go home. But nobody voiced the fact that they wanted to go home. <laughs> and so it ended up leading to like bad situations for certain people. Wait, what are you talking what are you talking about? Will? It's the night it's the night when we all met with Cal people and we you guys oh. couldn't go home because Skim was yeah. like, You guys have to stay out with me. <laughs> oh, I will say okay. I really like that day up until the second Norebang. <laughs> like everything else was like amazing. <laughs> and and he went home anyway. So but that like... also resonates with my Enneagram because I want to please everyone. Mm-hmm. And he and so me being not drunk and wanting to pacify everyone's wishes I wanted to stay out because he needed yeah, someone to stay out with he didn't want to be left alone so Shelly was singing until like 6 <laughs> <laughs> but then Jess is sleeping on the side of me so I'm like oh my gosh but we have to go home but then we have to like stay out with him oh, oh I love this I love this yeah. um any interesting cultural things you guys noticed there that might be interesting to know as a listener I was thinking like before this trip especially I would think that there's more cultural things that I was learning about Korea. But now that I went this trip, there's so many tourists and a lot of native people actually speak more English now than before. And a lot of menus are, there's translated menus and things like that too. So I would say as a traveler who doesn't speak Korean, it's definitely getting easier um, but I do think that as it becomes more of a travel destination, it's losing a little bit of its like right. old world charm, if you will. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just like that, uh, that is something I learned about Korea. This trip is just that, wow, it's really turned into a very popular global like destination for people. Yeah, a lot of places are like westernized now. Like you'll see a lot of franchise restaurants from America. Even the food scene itself is like very westernized mm. as well. Um, There's a place called Brooklyn Burger. Me, That's what Will's uh, talking about. There's like a lot of like American <laughs> style yeah. burger joints now. Um, yeah, or like Randy's Donuts. Yeah, that was definitely mm. new. Everything is so much cleaner. I feel like mm. I, I saw like um, on the subway, the convenience stores, getting food, getting coffee, kimbap, all of that. Um, everything is just so convenient. Um, mm. Even like Shelly just buying everything she needs when she got there. Um, all of that, I think, was... I think Korea easy. is definitely an Enneagram 3 when I hear like efficiency kind of convenience being a top characteristic if I were to type them. Okay, so what I'm going to have you guys do is share on one, two, three your fruit, but you will have time to expand on that in a quote later that I will put as a graphic, okay? Because we are on a time crunch. So how would you describe your trip, Korea, in a fruit? Halabong. What did you say? Halabong? Halabong. Oh. Watermelon. 
Shelly was going to say the same thing. Watermelon. I know. Watermelon. Um, for me, a Korean daigi. Okay. Strawberry. Who is most likely to get drunk first? One, two, three. Jenny. First. Jenny. Who is most likely to get mad first? One, two, three. Jess. 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 <laughs> Who's most likely, drunk on this trip. Jess who is most likely to throw it down at karaoke? One, two, Shelly. three. Shelly. Shelly. Who's most likely to make the lamyon? One, two, three. Will. 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 <laughs> who is most likely to fall asleep first? One, two, three. Jenny. Who's Jenny. most likely to cry first? One, two, three. Jenny. Me. Jenny. And who's most likely to say cheers first? Jenny. Jess. I mean, me. Jenny. Jess. Jess. Okay. Oh, I did have one question. Will, how did you feel being the only male in this trip? This is like not my first time with <laughs> some of the girls. So most of the time I feel like a caretaker, but like that's only like later on in the day. Mm. But during the like day, at night? <laughs> like during the day, I'm more like, I don't know what's the word. I have to like rein in the girls <laughs> from time to time with certain things. And then at do night. Do you feel burdened by it, Will, or do you enjoy it? Sometimes enjoy it. Sometimes, like, some nights, it's, like, a, a little bit of a burden when things get a little bit out of control. <laughs> we're not that out of control. But for the most part. I feel like, Jack, except Omani, for that one... We're very tame. I feel like, except for that one night, we were mostly in control. <laughs> so, I think from a guy's perspective, it's, like, really encouraging and really, like, inspiring to see a group of friends stick together, like, over all these many years, going through all these challenges and, like being very open and transparent with one another um, because traveling together with someone that is your opposite personality or different personality is one of the most difficult things, especially when you're traveling for like mm. more than a week. So it encourages me a lot to see that like this group of friends has been so close together. Like, Wait, it's difficult? For such a long time. <laughs> it's difficult to travel? <laughs> I, I've never felt that it was difficult to travel. <laughs> With no. Jess and Debbie, oh, no. who have different flying personalities. Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast to reflect and share some vulnerable moments. I think it makes me want to travel with friends, and it's encouraging to see you guys still do that together after all these years since college. I love you all very much. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I grew closer. I always feel close to you guys. Maybe that's why I feel comfortable not planning and letting you guys do everything. Yeah, I, I will just say our friendship is next level. I will echo that. I love how your favorite memories were just connection with each other and doesn't have to matter where. I'm excited to see where your next trip together will be. Thank you for listening to another episode of Color Commentary. Commentary. Yeah. Commentary. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Man, I had such a blast listening to my sister and her friends just reflect and laugh about their Korea trip, and it really makes me miss some of my closest friends as well. Towards the end of the episode, we actually had some technical difficulties and had to end earlier than expected, and so I thought it would be fun to just have each of them share some final reflections so that whether it's them listening to this episode themselves or as you guys listen, maybe it'll encourage you guys to reach out to someone you've been wanting to travel with but hopefully you guys will just enjoy the final reflections of these travel memories. My dear Minggook travel buddies, after hearing everyone's reflections, I just want to say I truly enjoyed traveling with all y'alls. I can confidently say I have no complaints whatsoever. I just hope everyone feels the same way because I just got us all matching Taehyung sweaters for our upcoming trips together. Yeah, that's right. We're official and we're going to be traveling forever. <laughs> In terms of what I learned about each other, Jenny and Will's core longings, according to the Enneagram explanation, complements each other perfectly because Will ensures Jenny will be taken care of and Jenny fully utilizes Will's presence 
So Will knows that his presence matters. It was really refreshing to reflect on our trip through our Enneagram types, becoming more aware of each other's traveling styles, even though we kind of knew it, hearing it coming from each other and very explicitly named, I think was really helpful hearing each other reflect on those frustrating moments and even all the favorite moments. And for me, I think a lot of the people in this group accommodated, it sounded like to my need to have things like scheduled out and planned out more. So just personally, how I can make more room for spontaneity and lack of plans during travel. Although I may have to schedule and write in no plans into my plans. I'm very, very thankful um, to have friends I can travel like this with, especially because I live so far from them. I hope, I guess, post-podcast means planning our next trip. After hearing everyone share their thoughts and stories, I think I'm still just so amazed that despite our differences, you know, in personalities and travel styles, we're able to have such an incredible time together. And, you know, traveling together as different Enneagrams, I think, has sort of taught us to better communicate our styles and expectations with each other. For both Shelly and myself as Enneagram type nines, I think what we ended up learning is that we just need to more quickly confront some of these tensions and awkward situations at times and not have to internalize it for too long. And that just ended up helping us to like better learn each other so that we could just focus on having more fun throughout the trip. Having this conversation to look back on our trip has been so fun. We're all so different in our personalities, but we listed many of the same places as our favorite moments from the trip. And I find it quite interesting that we can be so different and experience things so similarly. Maybe some of that comes with time and how long we have known each other. Maybe if we went on this trip at the beginning of our friendship, we wouldn't want to go on another. But I can't wait to travel again with this group, and I hope that that comes soon.